being uh, scared and, and like cowarding, you know, being uh, uh, kind of like cowarding towards the, the corner there. And then it shows her spread eagle and it shows like the blood disappearing from her panties, which that alliteration, I believe, is the sterilization of the mRNA uh, series that came out of AstraZeneca. And that's uh, that's why I believe they pulled that off the shelves because that scheduling was the same scheduling. Uh, Pfizer tried to do something similar, um, and they have the different scheduling uh, series that is the very same as the horse sterilization uh, series that uh, and it was that's all mRNA derived also. And that's why when they started doing these studies on the vaccine, it showed how the spike protein was accumulating in the ovaries specifically. So that wasn't just one freak one off. That was multiple studies mm-hmm. corroborated. Say that again, man. I said, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. People are getting sterilized in 101 ways today. It's like, it's right. amazing that some people are still getting pregnant with birth control. Like, those people are probably the genetic freaks because the reality is one out of five people are infertile today for different mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. And the uh, personal accounts that I know of with, like, my ex-wife, she wasn't vaccinated, but when she she had she had her coworkers that were vaccinated and they all were complaining about having not only irregular menstrual cycles but like horrible ones like mm-hmm. worst yeah. case scenario yeah i yeah. heard of that too thank right. god i didn't get the vaccine holy shit my cycles are always shitty enough but yeah they're regular <laughs> so i don't have any of that bullshit with the the women that had fucking, yeah, I heard some stories about that shit. Same yeah. with the first shot they made these women get in the Gardasil fucking retarded shit, so. Yeah, yeah there's been yeah. terrible fucking shit that I'm glad I never fucking got. Fuck all that shit. These people are retarded. Right. And it was all under the auspices of, hey, you know, well, the Gardasil one, you know, oh, you can go have sex, you know, and uh, instead mm-hmm. of you know, preaching the other side of it. But, uh. Absence, no, but then they were no, but then they were giving the Gardasil shot to people who already had sex, and they were trying to sell it up to people who were forty years old. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, they mandated it in Texas. And uh, so, what? Be- the last thing I did uh, right before, within the month, like before I left Texas, I took um, both my children and got vaccine exemptions for. All of those that, because uh, Texas mandated the HPV, they, there were so many, it wasn't even funny. And the reason, you have to understand that this is the significance of why they do what they do. I've administered more vaccinations to one ranger school class in one afternoon than most doctors and nurses have ever given in their entire careers. All right. And so we're talking 300 to 400 at a time, lining them up like cattle and putting them through. Some guys go down, some guys don't. But the point is, is that the reason why the scheduling is the way that it is, is so that if, like my son, he was due for the DTP, the their DTP and the um, meningitis, the meningitis one, and uh, he they give him at the same time so that there's plausible deniability if he has an adverse reaction to mm-hmm. one of them, they give him at the same exact time so that you can't tell which one affected him. All right, and in that same respect. 
my son was probably like 25, 30 pounds underweight. So the low and lowest common denominator for uh, the lowest common denominator because he was he was shorter. He didn't now he sprouted up and he's taller than his mom. But it's funny, baby, the little guy for a long time. And uh, point is, is that when they do the administer when they factor in the uh, correct dosage, it's based on the lowest common denominator of the weight. So they make that age requirement based on the understanding that the child's right just about to start puberty is going to be at a particular weight and they uh don't care for me specifically when my son when they said that he had to get it i was like he's underweight if anything he's going to wait two years till he's got some more meat on his bones before mm -hmm. he goes and takes two of these and i want to span separate them so that <clears throat> he doesn't take them you know uh, at the same time i want to wait uh, three weeks in between and the doctor said no and I looked at him and I laughed I said son we're in Texas and I used to do this for a living and if you say no to me again I can promise you you're never going to see my son ever again and uh, I was I was absolutely just livid because he knew what I was getting at and I had to fucking flex on him and so then I went and got ta vaccine exemptions and then I wrote in there was a section that said other and I wrote in COVID-19 or any other booster mm -hmm. or uh, derivative yep. of shot bullshit, yeah. Yep. And I made sure that was the point. And so the point being back to IPEC goat is that that's where we are in that sequencing is where this old lady's up in that tower. There's the the ice phallus with the lighthouse, and like I said, the sterilization aspect. That is where we are. And so I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> right now and i'm going to look at what happens directly after that i think i remember but i don't want to it's like seven minutes long so let me hmm. close out of this i want to so, fast forward on that and i want to see what the part is that precedes this before and after whatever that is hey there's our so just kind of uh by coincidence um i saw in that thread i was talking about too someone mentioning that uh the guy who runs that media company that made iPet Goat in Montreal is a Freemason. And then just kind Ooh. of by chance, I also saw in a different thread something about, uh, you know, uh, David Icke. Uh, oh, yes, David Icke. Yeah, David or Icke, yes. Icke. Yeah, that, yeah. that he also is uh, supposedly a Freemason. And in that thread, they were talking about this idea of how it seems like th those type of people, um, you know, have some kind of a thing about that they want to show things or like reveal plans or yeah, like, yeah. that crap that they were viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hard thing. That's all the yeah, symbols for them. Mm. Well, Dylan, what's the chances that last night I send her all of this? I, I and I even searched on YouTube. This is what was the craziest part about it. Like I said, I searched on YouTube for it and everything. And then the you said today they put it up. It was you confirmed it was today. Uh, I where did I put? Uh, I can't remember what I put in that message, but I think it was today. It, so it would have been. Uh, or I think. Yeah, so, or okay, did so it, this yeah. is. Uh, well, so if they well if they put it up today or or yesterday, either way, I didn't know. And the fact that it just again these coincidences are adding up, and it's kind of crazy. So okay, 
So the point is, is that 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 scene in the tower in the in the phallic uh, ice tower with grandma over there um, in that sequencing right afterwards. All right. And that's no shit, Dylan. This is where it gets creepy. So I believe that's where we are in that sequencing. And the very next part is the debut of Anubis and the uh, the main character coming through the uh, cave there. And that's what's really creepy about this. Again, like I said, all of the symmetry that you just found, all of the numerological sequencing and coding, and uh, I, I think that we might need to put this... I think we need to put this uh, on record and get you on the record. And then I think uh, our weather girl should give us a forecast of what she's feeling on this, because uh, I think you're not only right, but again, what will it hurt if, like I said, we can brainstorm. Uh, I think we got a pretty good format, at least where to start with the move with the, <clears throat> with the video. And then um, let's do a little thing on it, man. I, oh. I love it. I, like I said, I know you understand it, and I never really, um, like I said, I never really understood uh, how, like, GLP, everything that we had posted about, or that, that I had posted about IPEC GOAT, um, how that correlated to, you know, that whole sequence where they took it down. Dylan, that coincidence was even more crazy because, like I said, I made those. I started publishing. I, I put them on Twitter. And then I put another one on TikTok, and then uh, I started embedding that Twitter video with some of my articles that I was publishing. And I'm not kidding, Dylan. Within a week, they took that shit down off mm. of YouTube. Heliofont did, and then they took it off of their website. All right. And then I googled the, or then I searched for it last night, and they put it up today. It's weird. So brother it's weird so i did remember you mentioning in the messages about wanting to uh you know record our brainstorming so uh it's been recording for 10 minutes now oh lovely awesome so That's i, good I stuff. well mary mary because i started I'm sorry <laughs> i started recording yeah. when you were talking about um Something very important. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoned, but I, I remembered, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he yes. wants to record." And you, were, yeah, you're in the, the middle aliens. of something. I wasn't yeah, gonna do. No, I wasn't gonna. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna. Um, I, I, that's yeah. my point. Is that you did great, brother. When you brought this to me today, it fucking lit a fire under my ass because I had just sent her all that. I'm just telling you, but it's just. Again, when the universe speaks, it screams, and it's screaming at us right now. So, no doubt Oh, okay. Uh, so here, I, I looked at the message I sent. So, okay, so this is what this is what I uh, was from that thread. So uh, that company, the media, that Helio, Heliofant, Heliofant, mm -hmm. yeah, re-uploaded the video at the beginning of Super Bowl week. And then they used a new thumbnail from the Chinese New Year scene, um, which incidentally begins the day before the Super Bowl, which is today. And uh, the scene before that is uh, the image of the crying Muslim woman. I think she's holding a baby. And that, right. coincidentally, I people are saying looks like the Super Bowl trophy, which, you know, I can see it. it's pretty 
um, has like Pretty a similar. likeness. Uh, original, originally uploaded in 2012, the year of the dragon, and then re-uploaded in two, 2024, the year of the dragon again. So that's mm. why I was saying, I don't, you know, with, like I was saying, the idea that these are Freemason types that are putting out these um, cryptic messages for whatever reason. I don't, I can't really say to, you know, I can't act like I know what, exactly what the whole thing is about it's just it's just something that makes it um it seems really sure that they want to create some kind of um you know um a focus of attention in different ways right. over this uh weekend and this little time period and they will have all the audience they could need so i agree there i and your spidey senses were tingling i get it um, and I definitely wanted to touch on, uh, so if it was the beginning of the, so it was the beginning of Super Bowl week would have been, so it would have been Monday then they put it back up. Mm, I think so. I'm not really into football, so I don't, don't really know what, what the start of the start of uh Super Bowl week is supposed to be, but I, I guess that must've been about around Monday. But, but no, yeah, I, you know, um, the numerology stuff, I don't, I, I've seen, seen it a lot, you know, on GLP and on, uh, like the X board, but I don't know if I can say, you know, I totally understand all the significance of it because, um, you know, that there's all these things about, uh, the number 13, which I've always heard is a pretty significant, uh, symbol of, um, power number. Yeah, it's something that it's like a, it's something that may like a completion cycle completion kind of symbol because of the, you know, like the connotation with the 12 clock and months and the other constellation yeah. and all that. Mm -hmm. 13th missing month conspiracy, 13th floor, you know, being cursed. Um, yeah, there's like, a lot to it. Like even... Yeah, people keep uh, uh, posting pictures of uh, Taylor Swift wearing a 13 jersey and even fans holding up Taylor Swift jerseys in crowds at games. So, you know, hmm. All with like her name on the back of the yeah, Chiefs jersey. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty comical. Yeah, there's uh, other, uh, other conspiracy theory about... Uh, the colors of the Super Bowl uh, logo and uh, how they had, you know, had to put out multiple logos this year because the the previous logos predicted the two uh, teams every time, <laughs> so they had to throw a loop into, uh, had to throw a wrench into this one by publishing two specifically uh, that only kind of fueled the fire because the other logo that they added was actually the colors of two other teams that, you know, uh, made it into the championship round. So, yeah, it only kind of put more uh, emphasis on what you're talking about. Like, are they trying to use the swift <clears throat> narrative after the whole thing, you know, to kind of steer away from this whole scripted NFL thing, you know, uh, I think so. 
So uh, I got, I, I have a little rundown of some of this uh, weird numerology uh, stuff that someone posted. So I, I don't think this is all of it, but this is a, a piece of it. So uh, the person posts, uh, this is Super Bowl 58, 5 plus 8 equals 13. It's on uh, February 11th, 2 11, 13. Uh, exact hmm. same team, the exact same teams played at the February 2nd Super Bowl in 2020. Exactly four years, nine days before this one. That's 13 2. Uh, 49ers, that's 13. Taylor Swift, yep. born on December 13th, uh, coincidentally becomes person of the year and starts dating a football star who will play at this Super Bowl. Uh, flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas, where Taylor Swift's going to perform before the Super Bowl is 13 hours. Uh, Swift will be 409 months old at the Super Bowl. That's uh, 4 oh, plus man. 0 plus 9. Taylor has been to 12 Super Bowl games. This will be the 13th. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a numerology guy, but it's funny. It's it's uh, it's a good. Wait, Taylor Swift's been to 12 Super Bowl games. I guess I don't know. I guess I'm not. I, I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan, so. I personally would, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she really is, uh, what you would call it, uh, male to female, <laughs> transgender. Oh, I did see that on GLP. Yeah, great. Next one is gonna be she's got a thirteen-inch penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I did see those threads today, though. I did. I didn't click on any of them, but there was one like Taylor Swift's a man, proof inside. And I'm like, who would want to see proof? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll anyway. wait and see on that one. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, that numeral, numeral, yeah, okay, I'm fucking done. <laughs> point is that was really cool yeah. and uh where, that, where was that off of what was the source uh on uh 4chan's export there was a thread uh, called super bowl happenings earlier today and that's where i've been oh, that's where I, yeah that's where people were kind of posting all the weirdness about the supposed you know like four-year cycles and um um yeah it's just it's interesting I don't know. Very you know, you know. No, I, all of yeah, all of it's uh, not just interesting. But if your spidey senses are tingling tomorrow, I don't. I'm, I don't really. I don't really have plans to watch the Super Bowl. But I guess <laughs> I got to now, huh? Well, you know, I like I said, I I don't. You know, I don't uh, always think it's going to be some kind of. Um, uh, you know, crazy event, but it, it could really just be that they want so much attention so that they can just keep, you know, putting out more symbolism and showing more plans and, you know, yeah. hypnotize the masses. Mm. Oh, the cat. Hi, if... Hey, what's up, cat? You know, what's up? How are you doing, chief? All Good right. to hear hey, from we have, you. Uh, We have a uh, uh, note 
brainstorming note session taking place here. I'm going to send you these screenshots that Dylan sent me, what we just went over, and I think you're going to find this very interesting. Let me send them to you right now. Stand by. I think you would like them. And uh, if I can figure out how to get out of this thing. Okay, there we go. If I hang up, uh, it's not my fault. It was the aliens. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So this was the first one. This is in regards to the IPEC goat documentary, Cat. Have you ever seen it? The cat? I'm not sure about a documentary, but I've seen the video. Oh, I call it a rockumentary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It, it's kind of you know because the the the, the uh, music's kind of like Trans Siberian Orchestra with a little of uh, Chopin and uh, Mozart mixed in. But uh, hey, I was going to ask you, was that the Montreal? Uh, was that that would have to be the Montreal uh, Symphony, right? Or not Symphony, but what's it called? Quartet, not quartet. Like Philharmonic or something like that. Right, right. Well, I know Montreal had like a huge one. Like they're, uh, uh, like it was like supposed to be, you know, like the equivalent of Broadway. Hmm. No, I, I didn't. Uh, but now that you think, now that you say it, uh, I'm sure that that Freemason guy at <laughs> that runs that place could get you know people like that to put that kind of music in there. Yeah. Well, I, it was. I it, I know it was a. a an established uh you know symphony from a place but i could have swore it was they were european for some reason and i don't know why hmm. and I, now i think i'm wrong and now so re- I reading to this i i think i know what they're gonna try to do hmm. what's that i think they're the 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 free palestine people are gonna try to crash the super bowl they're gonna try to crash the uh the the halftime game. I don't think it's going to be anything like violent or anything, but uh, you know they're 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 going to try to get in front of the cameras with their stupid flags and their stupid little banners. And I see. So, so instead of it being about Taylor Swift, it's going to be about the Palestine people. Mm, that'd and be interesting. Good point, Ken. Yeah, hey, because... well, we we got it documented. Because yeah, that's uh like I was just telling um telling Will before he came in that it just seems like it's a real big push to get a lot of attention, a lot of focus into the, the herd. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I think they know that every, every eye is going to be on the cameras. And so they're going to try their, their hippie dippy bullshit. Hippy dippy. I love it. Good point. Mm. I Outstanding analysis. I not only concur, but, uh, your, uh, I think your aim is uh, is being generous in the sense that if you don't think they're going to try something stupid, I think if they're willing to try to crash it that hard, then if they're prevented from doing that, if there's an attempt to stop them, if security roughs them up, if law enforcement does something stupid, man, that could be right. the that could be the spark. I could see, uh, I could definitely see some sort of the, everything else. Well, everything else they're trying to do that spark has failed. Yeah. You know, the, the Tucker interview flop. Uh, that's the one I can think of right now. Like they thought that the Tucker interview was going to cause a civil war. Like <laughs> no joke. They had the hyperbole going. 
Yep. And then it was so fucking boring, and then they had to backpedal all that talk and be like, oh, it was boring. And Putin's just a, a sad old man, and you shouldn't listen to the interview. It's just boring. Yep. <laughs> and that seems to be what they're astroturfing now, is that Putin is crazy, and you just shouldn't pay attention to it. Just don't, don't even watch it. Mm-hmm. And that... And that ended up uh, ended up being more of a a teaser than anything. Uh, when I went through all the uh, the highlights, on the uh, uh, I remember I think it was on it was on Twitter. I think it was uh, his actual feed. There was like a whole highlight reel, and I haven't had a chance to see what other media sites have published and then to compare and contrast because it's such a long interview and then we had our podcast and I want to listen to that. So I'm like, man, I only got so much time to do this, but I want to see like the different translations and juxtapose them to see like what they left out on purpose, what they didn't want to talk about, you know, how they packaged it and and, and surgically tailored it to whatever narrative they were trying to push and see why, you know, why they would omit those things would tell us, you know, if we're over the target, what would be the most uh, damning thing they were trying to keep, you know, from from us. And uh, so I I haven't had the opportunity to do that, but I look forward to it. That was, that's kind of like my wheelhouse. I like uh, when it comes to like watching the news, I'll take CNN. I'll, you know, watch that for a couple hours and I'll put it on MSNBC to see how they're reporting that from what angle. And then I'll put it on Fox News, you know, and I'll see how, you know, that's being packaged. And uh, but when it comes to social media, depending on uh, depending on what happens after the Super Bowl, I don't know. I might this might not even be a thing then. So that's why I figured I'll just wait till after the Super Bowl and then I'll do a deep dive on it probably after the Super Bowl if nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So and I'm going to I'm going to go deep, deep like I want to. I've been trying to learn Russian, and I know some terminology and some of these, uh, some of these, uh, these, some of these highlights that I've already seen so far. Just I'm, on Tucker, on Tucker. I'm giving a, I'm giving a whack at learning Ukrainian. Oh. Kind of small tangent there. Yeah, it's basically the same language. It's it's kind of like the difference is basically like having a southern accent in America. <laughs> And some of the words are different, but that's like saying y'all or ain't. Hmm. Oh, okay. It's, it's basically the same language. It's just, it has an accent. I see. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good hmm. to know. Yeah, I, I owe it to the people at least to learn the language, I think. Yeah, that's nice. No, I like that. I mean that's that's a lot more than a lot of people are doing in terms of showing support yeah. in any kind of way. Uh, I was yeah. going to I was no, going to say when when you were talking about um your news watching I don't really watch any too much at all anymore but I do miss the days of watching a lot of RT news the Russian yes. news yeah, there was yeah I used to really well, like whenever watching whenever there's that. like a riot going on RT usually has the best cameras mm-hmm. Oh yeah they got footage all over yeah and and that was like it's kind of sad you can't really show violence or riots on YouTube anymore and it kind of killed my business model. Hmm. Oh shit. 
Even right now, I'm noticing TikTok is starting to crack down on the protest streams whenever it can. So it's just one of those things that the tele, you know, they really want the television not, not the, yeah. or the the revolution not to be televised. They really don't want that. Yeah, I agree. That's weird. I never, I, I never yeah. heard that because I, yeah, I used to remember watching. Uh, a lot of riots on YouTube. <laughs> I, have, I just thought about it. I was like, I kind of thought, you know, it's been, a, it feels like it's been watched, a few years. <laughs> if yeah. you watched the Ukrainian revolution back in 2014, you were, you might've been watching my streams. Mm-hmm. You were in Ukraine or you were just re- No, I, I was, I just hosted the, the website that had, oh. it aggregated all the, the YouTube links and the Ustream and the periscopes. And it had a little chat bar that you could chat and do it and i um, noticed it went up to two three thousand people a couple of times yeah nice nice i bet you i might probably did at one point because yeah there was i was always uh, hopping around to different ones so it's probably a good mm. chance i was but that's a that's a that would be um and I, I, I had some uh communications with the glowies because of it but it was Essentially, they offered me blood money, and I wouldn't take it. So they they just kind of stopped bugging me after hmm. that. They yeah. they could see I wasn't you know I wasn't doing it for any agenda. I was doing it just because it was kind of cool to do. Newsworthy and giving them a voice and showing what was really going on. Hell yeah! Uh, they basically told me, "Well, good job, citizen, and don't do it again." <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. job. Of now I'm gonna do it again, right? <laughs> the good stuff yeah i didn't like i said i i only i never even really watched the news either uh, but now it's kind of my job right so I've, I've been making it a point and Katie's like why are you watching fox news i was like i was watching cnn for four hours okay and then i put it on fox news you don't remember that part i have to watch all angles here you know and uh but yeah i never watched the news either i hated it like i didn't have it like i said we had we had satellite HD, uh, uh, direct TV in Texas. And I probably maybe watched TV a handful of times. Uh, even like, especially during the pandemic, I just shut the shit off, man. I was like, I, I can't watch this shit. It was crazy. No, I probably, well, every once in a while I look at, um, you know, the alternative news things or, you know, uh, youtube streaming news stuff but uh yeah you know now that i'm thinking about it you know a couple of years ago i used to do the same thing part of my routine is i would just leave on cnn open just while i'm doing other stuff just so i'm kind of getting a vibe of what they're putting out yeah yeah i always liked how and that was the so the one thing for me was i really liked doing the <clears throat> breaking threads where GLP will have a breaking thread and then we all will turn on, we all used to turn on the news channels to see how long it would take the mainstream media to catch up to GLP's breaking news. And it used to be like half hour, 45 minutes, man. It was always, you know, the foremost and, and there's, and then you noticed after COVID and after the, you know, the rollout of the vaccine, man, like half of those people have just fucking disappeared on GLP. I think they're dead. Swear to God, but there used to be one of GLP. We used to be one of the best crowdsourced intel sites you could ever fucking want because 
anytime a thread would go viral, man, they would have the name of the shooter. They would have, you know, I mean, like they, even when it came to like specifically like mass shootings, man, these motherfuckers were on it. They would have the identity of the shooter. They would have the vehicle. They would have all of this would always, it would always be an hour, two hours before anybody else. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I think it's probably too because the the people that originally kind of built up the u the in that uh, became the user base they were always some of the most um internet savvy people because you know when like when I first started going to GLP in uh, at least 2007 if not earlier uh <coughs> it was you know you only got there because you were used to just you know, throwing out anything into Google and just checking out every random thing you could find about, uh, you know, weird news or, you know, what they use, the lunatic fringe that used to be the <laughs> the word. So, yeah, so it, it really attracted those uh, internet crawler people. Yeah, but it, it changed a little. It It's not really the same type of uh, users as it used to be. You know, and while they rotate out and it almost seemed like so for a while there, I thought this was like a prison, you know, like I I just felt like there was this prison aspect to it. Like these were inmates, you know, that were getting paid to put out, you know, disinformation. And uh, because there was a couple different components I had noticed uh, dynamics, you know, vernaculars, you know, fucking just random things you know motherfuckers would make the stupidest threads and it's like man if this dude's not in jail you know like what are you writing about dude like and how do you have access to this so then i not only i first thought it was a prison and you know like a, like a prison set up and then i thought well if if it was really out of eglin air force base and they had these sock puppet uh subsidiaries that were were posting on there that uh there was an aspect that seemed like the foreign component like there was either maybe like a college rotation for like uh like a psych class and like they were because it's weird like the member names they the members will like change their avatars at the same time they'll change their names at the same time like it's like they get a memo like somebody was compromised or something was put out that shouldn't have been put out, you know, delete a thread. And then like, you'll notice like they'll, they'll all change it. it and it, it's weird that it's either one sock puppet, you know, changing the sock puppet accounts for the rest of their sock puppet, you know, accounts. And it's, you know, simultaneous. And, or again, like I said, it's like a rotation of like, uh, they have preset member names for, you know, whatever psych class is coming in. And then they, uh, um, then they uh, rotate them out, and it's it's so weird. Like I said, it's just being on there for so long. Like you said, it's not the same user base, but I think that it's by design that it's part of you know the the uh, rotation that they have experienced. The same thing with like the form mods and admins. Like they've been through so many mods and admins in the last year that it it makes no sense. You know, other than you know, like I said. Uh, there's some kind of methodical aspect to it. Hmm. Well, yeah, because uh, I'm pretty sure um, GL, like GLP had, I, I don't really remember the 
the history completely, but I don't think, I do think it originally began as an independent website, but that eventually yes. it, um, it became, you know, a, um, I don't know. I don't even know what you would call it. An intelligence company is, is that, I think that's the, that's the best way to would call it. it. Became, GLP is it, it, it got contracted out. Uh, it got contracted out uh, through the government. Like I said, this is their history of utilizing contractors to uh, infringe on our rights in exchange for loopholes and tax breaks and you know, access to, you know, whatever. But the gist of it is that uh, it's by design so that the government can remain separate from any infringement. And like I said, on top of that, they <clears throat> know they have unlimited funding. So they literally print money out of thin air and they can force any objective and sway any you know, issue in their direction just by utilizing these things that places specifically Tavistock, just understanding what Tavistock was uh, back in the day and what it's become now in, you know, relation and how that whole, um, how that whole narrative was put on GLP. I think now after what has been posted uh, of late that, uh, like I said, this is more of a, uh, more of a, uh, uh, subsidiary now because of, you know, apps and being able to data mine through those different networks that GLP essentially is like where they hang out, where those people that are involved with, you know, those data mining apps and all of that, you know, like this is where they hang out now on GLP. Mm -hmm. Hence the country of Jersey, the hackers, how it's registered in the country of Jersey, specifically because of how uh, those fiber optic cables cross right there below uh, below England, uh, in between France, and uh, you know that these hackers, uh, the original inventors of the internet, decided that they were going to create this digital geographical space, uh, you know, kind of like an offshore with bank account, but, you know, for the internet. And so Trinity being the uh, foreign admin, he purposely had made a thread one time talking about how and why those uh, fiber optic cables are crucial, where they go down into Puerto Rico, how, you know, that there's a, uh, there's a whole uh, council of members that are the admins and the mods and that they have democratic power, kind of like the UN Security Council, you know, in the same sense that like when a, when a mod deletes something or erases something that another admin or mod cannot change that, they cannot recover it because each one has its own like veto power. It was the thread was up for maybe an hour before he took it down. And, uh, and he, and I think he waits to see who reads it. And when that person he made the thread for reads it, he just axes it. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know anything about that? The cat, the country of Jersey, what do you know about it? I don't know anything about that, but I know I, I have my finger on the pulse of GOP a little bit. And, Nothing gets them more dramatic than when one of them bans somebody 
and they just fucking go around in circles just oh why did you ban this person it's just internet drama it's like fucking high school (laughs) worse worse and worse it's like middle school yeah that was a great analogy because that that, uh, business model is proof that it's not a business you know how you ban people how do you make money off of banning people unless again it's not about money and and that was part of what trinity had said in his thread was that you know we don't need money this is not about money we don't do this for money uh because he would get his balls busted like how you know what what good sense does this make you know what kind of business model is this that you're banning (laughs) you know your customers how the hell but that kind of proves that that's it's not about the customers you know they're data mining you Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I was saying, a kind of a private intelligence company that that has its toes in all sorts of uh, spooky gang stalking type things on its user base, and like I said, data mining, and uh, you know all sorts of programming, the social engineering stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm just finally. Oh, yeah. lo- I'm just looking at GLP right now because I'm unbanned for the first time in like two weeks <laughs> they haven't let me on in a really long time i'm finally looking at it here hmm. wow yeah i don't yeah, really get your, uh... don't get to look at it too often <laughs> man i uh i go on it every day i type god into my phone every single day and uh i take pride in that uh, even though the name's blasphemous god like god like production <laughs> yeah. both of those are blasphemous but they're kind of you know uh Kind of has uh, a dual edge there, um, but yet, and then not just uh, not just GLP, but the um, the other mirror site. If you if you look at how he has that set up as a redundancy, there was a somebody was trying to do the RSS feed. Uh, I can't remember what it's called where. <clears throat> whenever somebody posts something on that site, the RSS feed automatically picks it up and posts it on a, another site. And it was like logging all the different threads and uh, Trinity had to go in and tweak the code. And point being is that the guy who was doing it after Trinity stopped them from being able to clone all of the threads, Trinity, or the guy made a thread talking about how, uh, he is a expert hacker and that this website is set up purposely as, you know, as a front that the MS DOS, you know, uh, forum, um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, the, uh, um, what do you call it? MS DOS, uh, MS DOS something like he was referencing like the old school websites, the MS DOS, not angel fire, but there was another one that was like angel fire. And he was saying it's set up purposely to make it look like, what's that? Geo cities. Geo cities. Maybe. Yes. 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 That's exactly what it was. Actually. Yes. It was MS. He said this, this 1990s MS DOS geo cities, uh, uh, clone, website is actually way more intricate that the security on it is insane and that he said it it could only be a government level operation for the sophistication they have in being able to ban your ip ban everything that they have uh 
the so like when you so like when you get a phone call that says spam phone call okay there's an organization that can designate your your device your phone number as spam or as a potential scammer and that glp is or was the forerunner of that like they not only have had that capability forever but that like now that that capability is implemented on all your cell phones that glp was the one that you know was it was was the pioneer of that was the word i was saying hmm, really um yes and I thought it was, so I know on my other device that again, I, it was weird. I, I can't remember exactly how the sequence went, but they did something where they were able, so they were able to ban. I, I had never been on my, I had never been on GLP on my son's phone or my daughter's phone. And they were able to ban those two devices on GLP just because they they were able to know they somehow knew that i was on that network either through the tower pings coming back and the location i don't know but the point is is that i can't remember exactly what article it was but i'll i battle them like they would delete an article i posted <laughs> uh that i i wrote and so i'd you know keep putting you know i'd, I'd keep posting it back over and over again i'd shut you know i'd uh hit airplane mode on my my phone to reset the uh the signal and then I'd post it again and I would do this and then they would ban my phone. So I couldn't like they banned the device, not just the internet connections. Then I went to my son's and they banned that. I had never been on GLP ever. He had never been on GLP ever. And the very first time I opened up the browser and opened up GLP in incognito mode, it fucking banned it. So then I went to my daughter's phone and they banned that one too. And so that's my point is that when I tell you these motherfuckers got reach, man, I don't know how they were able to do that, but I can promise you some laws were broken. No, I, I've, I've had weird experiences, um, <clears throat> maybe some things similar to that, but also <laughs> things like, um, you know, making anonymous posts from, you know, some other device that I don't usually use. And then someone replying to me saying things like, Dylan, you know, you better not try to evade your ban anymore. <laughs> like, just immediately, like, yeah, like, just immediately, like, identifying me and, like, calling me out by name. <laughs> and, yeah, was, I've had wow. things like that happen on GLP. It definitely, it definitely brought out the schizo in me for a second. I bet. That got me fucked up just thinking about that. That, would, that would piss me off. Yeah. They, they got to be careful. They're going to do it to the wrong guy one day, and it's going to be like uh, they're going to bring out the Joker in some way. <laughs> oh, I think they already did. Uh, yeah, those were... It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> yeah, those were the days when I definitely would harass them with my posts and my relentless rantings. <laughs> yeah, I, I quit tobacco for a while. Yeah, I got it. It's killing my phones. But I um, try to really limit it these days. Like, I I definitely don't smoke like most people do. I'll have, like, one cigarette over a whole day if I'm smoking. <laughs> or, like, I like having uh, the pipe, like pipe tobacco. That's always nice. But 
Try not to do it too often. Yeah, my other option was to do the roll your own thing, but I think it's better just to quit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just better not to. That's that's for sure. It's one of those things that I've heard people even um, who really get into the nicotine gum and mints and things talk about it's, uh, you know, nicotine's uh, health benefits or and such. But it, uh, to me, like, it's, I'm always kind of, I have a mind for simplicity. And even though, you know, I, I like, um, you know, like I said, smoking every once in a while and I like using different supplements, like different greens and shakes and powders, but I, I don't do it consistently. It's just something every once in a while. Uh, my problem is uh, I'll sit down and smoke a whole pack in one sitting. It's, it's like when I drink beer, I, I got to drink the whole pack. Yeah, so that's... I'm just I'm just gonna stop doing it. I, I can't moderate myself, so I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. Over this past year, I've been trying to figure out, you know, what what's my, you know, what can I deal with? Because I I have a little bit of that uh, consumption thing too, and for me, that's why I pretty much quit drinking for the most part and. I just mainly stick to weed. I don't even really do psychedelics anymore because of like that thing with the with that. Like I, if I get mushrooms and things, I'll say, oh, well, you know, I'll have a, you know, have this a little bit here. But I end up spending two days eating everything, <laughs> you know, not sleeping. And, yeah, I mean, those those days are fun. Yeah, but, you get it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's. It's too bad. I mean, I, like I said, I've had some good times doing stuff like that, but it's it 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 just gets to be too much sometimes. I've had had too many of those kind of those kind of days. Hey, all right, I'm back. I just heard what you guys were talking about. Hey, Dylan, I I told Mary about how you know you're. We didn't get a chance to touch on. Uh, this during the show last time, but I wanted to talk about how, um, you know, using how the medical establishment now is is catching up to, you know, centuries old traditions from your ancestors. And they're like, hey, wait, maybe these actually do help us. Holy shit. You know, and uh, what was outlawed and people were literally spending you know decades in jail for now it has not only a medical application but again it's proof that you're never gonna get credit brother and it's fucking stupid man that nobody can see through this and uh you know in the medical establishment is oh look look how smart we are we discovered this and it's like yeah, except for that part about the Indian reservations doing this for like thousands of years. But okay, yeah, you go with that, sure. <laughs> even even though we were, you know, like I was mentioning my consumption issues with psychedelics, at the same time, though, I did have, you know, a lot of times with them that they really did help me with, you know, working through issues or um, just, uh, you know, getting better perspectives on things or... I don't know. I could go on and on, but I've had a lot of 
benefits from my time with psychedelics, but, um, you know, just like a lot of people say, they're not an addictive uh, substance. And even though I've done a lot of them, I'm kind of in a mode right now where I don't really have uh, too much of an intention of doing them right now. I might eventually someday, but I'm just kind of just uh, doing my thing for now. No, I, especially at your, you know, your age now, I mean, you've, you've walked the walk and uh, you've, you know, I think you've been able to um, gain a perspective that would be priceless uh, in the uh, world of uh, psychology and psychiatric uh, poison. And for me to hear the things that you used to tell me about, you know, in uh, the different types and you know, like you you could write your own book on that. And I really think you should consider it because of the field that we're uh, in now. Um, I don't know if I told, I don't know if I told you um, about Kitty specifically her, uh, I was there at her parents' house over Thanksgiving uh, on business, literally because her, her, entire family is uh in the medical field our mom's a, a pa which is basically a doctor but she was like the admin for the cleveland clinic for all of the pas and uh her dad's a nurse practitioner uh he was also a paramedic and her cousin is a doctor for penn state and he's a professor and i don't know if i told you this but she he was joking with me that she could get me free mushrooms mm -hmm. and i you know was laughing you know, like i don't think they're gonna give a combat veteran mushrooms and then let me loose on Penn State <laughs> campus. <laughs> but, you know, but I uh, you know, so I told her, I was like, I don't know how I feel, you know, about uh, being put in a lab and, you know, uh, being a guinea pig. I think that kind of take the whole point of trying to enjoy it away. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know specifically what they were doing, but uh, as far as, you know, were, you know, were there light shows? Did they have some Pink Floyd at least? Shit, I don't know. But, um, gist of it was that um he is working on brain aging now uh that particular study that he was doing with the psilocybin involved ptsd uh and now they're doing uh they were doing mdma and uh something else i can't remember what he said it was like a kind of like a placebo type of thing um but uh point is dylan is that with your expertise um i'd like to maybe one day get you to uh on the same page there and he he's already written two books um well he's written one book and then assisted in another book um but who knows dylan you and him mm -hmm. could be the third and i'm not even joking specifically uh you know where you're at and uh um to be able to you know, do what you were able to do. Um, you know, maybe like I said maybe there's something here where specifically in um, in his wheelhouse, if he's got studies that are upcoming, maybe it could be incorporated with something like that. But mm -hmm. like I said, there's there's more here, brother. And like yeah. I said, this is gonna be a fun journey. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if I'm an expert on any psychedelics but i guess the my motivation to 
um, you know, uh, maybe record or write down some of my experiences is just because of maybe um, things that I experienced that I didn't haven't really heard too much about in psychedelic space. Like, for instance, uh, having shared experiences with people. That's always something that's really been uh, interesting to me where you can have, um, I mean, I'd say shared hallucinations, but I mean very subtle things where you and another person are obviously um, occupying the same mental space in some way because of the effects of what's going on. Uh, things like that or just... Um, just I don't know. There's 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 things I could think of, but I'm not opposed to it. I would I'd be interested in going down that road more. It's kind of a, it's it's a thing. I don't I don't think I've really even talked about it much on the podcast. But you know, no, it was just me and you that one time. Uh, you went into great detail, and, and I just meant more like you know the heritage of your ancestors, the medicine men, what they would use, what they would do, the spirit walks, you know, stuff like that, mm. and. Um, you know, like I said, I know you're, you're not an expert, like a medicine man, but you are in a way kind of, and, uh, uh, or at least you can, you know, attain that if you would, you know, uh, be motivated by him to do so. And like I said, that could very well be the case. He's the real deal. Like I said, professor at Penn state doctor published it. Don't get any more real than that. So if that wouldn't motivate you, I don't know what would, but you know, like I said, I, I, I wanted it to also be about you know your heritage and um maybe giving you an opportunity to um you know to be able to highlight you know maybe someone that you know that would you know also be able to assist you i said the options are endless i just know that <clears throat> that uh, we are on the cutting edge of a lot of different uh, uh projects here and uh this one you know, is personal to you. And, uh, I think we could really fly with it if you wanted to. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. There's a lot of things, a lot of things I could go into with it, but, uh, the tough thing for me, especially with, um, um, like putting things out and, you know, maybe writing a book on things is that, I, you know, I'm not, I'm pretty, I'm kind of an outsider to, you know, my community here. I'm not, even though I've been, you know, I've been involved in a lot of, uh, you know, the traditional things, but because of the fact that I um, really chose to stay independent, especially when it came to like spiritual traditions, uh, mainly because of when I was younger and I started uh, doing the my yoga and meditation teaching, uh, because of the stuff I was going into with like the energy work and such, uh, I think I might have told you about when I did a little bit of that medicine man training. That was one of the reasons why I eventually stopped because uh, there was there was things that where if I you know learned certain things I, I wouldn't, wasn't going to be able to share them openly with just anyone. It was going to be uh, kind of restrictive um, about how I could share information or how I could uh, deal with the public about things. 
and so oh, right yeah i remember you telling me that yeah yeah and so that combined with um you know the main um uh the main sacred society that's kind of like the main i guess you would call it like a religious society in our community i won't say what it is just in case there's someone list that ends up listening that is from here by some chance i don't want to deal with anything but uh i i was asked to uh join it because it's it's also like a, a big part of the social um you know fabric and so it's not just about spiritual matters, but it's also seen as, you know, um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to open anything. I'm just using it as an analogy, but you know, like the Masons or like a fraternal order, it's kind of like that, but yeah. it's, but it's more, it's a little more involved because, um, it's just something that I, I turned down because it had the same issue with that training I was talking about that being a part of that society, like a lot of those type of things, it, you have to live by a certain set of rules like day to day. Like yeah. it, it's something that if you go into, if you respect it, you have to live a certain way. There's certain things you <laughs> can't share with people that aren't a part of it or aren't a part of the community and I'm, I just I just wasn't able to live my life the way I was and also completely go into things like that with how much I respect them. So that's what I mean by I even though I know a bit about these things and I've been involved a little bit, I'm also a really a real outsider at the same time these days. So but I like is that I'm not opposed to uh doing things like that is just uh it's just gonna take some real uh real thinking some real uh mental work yeah. you know yeah i and i know you're already busy enough as it is <laughs> i guess i'm not trying to add more to your plate <laughs> no i'm glad you asked about it because it's definitely something that's uh it's a it's a big thing it's a <laughs> it's like you said it, it's something that yeah I, I could i could definitely have a lot to say about those type of things i agree and then um you know from the atmospheric you know point um you know just the you know for me i was really curious like what the clinical setting was going to be like you know that's why it's like are we gonna you know are we gonna be chilling in white lab coats and i'm gonna fucking be in a white room stuck, you know, in a circular room and, you know, <clears throat> being subjected to, you know, uh, find the corner to get your food, you know, like, you know, just testing my brain acuity and shit as I'm in a round room walking around in circles trying to find the corner. Like, I don't know, you know, like, or is it going to be like a club atmosphere, you know, or is it going to, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted, I really wanted to know what the parameters of the study were going to be, and he couldn't talk about it, which was unfortunate. <laughs> it would have made great material, but uh, um, yeah. So I mean, you would know, if, you know, you would know how to accommodate that. Not necessarily like the rave clubs aspect, you know what I mean? But like, what to do uh, in the event this happens, in the event that happens. I know like on the spirit walks and whatnot, you know, that's why the guides are there for the whole reason, you know? Yeah, that, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting part because I definitely did, um, 
I learned a lot about how to control yourself in really far out spaces and situations <laughs> that you get into with stuff like that and how to, you know, have, um, you know, strong defenses and be able to, um, you know, hold your bearings <laughs> during really, uh, really odd things that you could get into with doing stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I've heard horror stories, you know, that if you don't have somebody with you that, is knowledgeable in you know keeping it nice and cool and relaxed and you know that uh you know that pleasant experience can turn you know turn south real quick and turn sideways quicker than you can anticipate and if you ain't got somebody there that understands that man next thing you know you know you're up on the roof howling at the moon <laughs> no and even beyond um not just things like that, but, you know, even, you know, th there's been a lot of stories of people that have lost their mind or had psychotic episodes off of like Kundalini practices or like shamanic breathing <laughs> techniques and things, you know, there's, wow. you never, there's no uh, limit to the type of things that can, uh, you know, throw people off their footing if they're not uh, ready yeah. for it, you know that like i said i always heard keep pink floyd on keep pink floyd on deck man or so i can't remember what the movie said the dude was tripping balls and he's like don't worry bro just have pink floyd on deck man put it on it's pink floyd it's like pink floyd echoes it's 13 hours bro just leave him he'll be fine and this dude's like tripping 13 balls like hours. 13 fucking hours yeah i don't know i i, I <laughs> that seems like i don't know I, I guess if you really like pink floyd I do, but I mean, right. there's, you got to make sure the person is into whatever the vibe is. <laughs> Just, well, yeah. it's supposedly it's, it's, it's tuned and supposed to be, you know, that that's what the music's for. Essentially, yeah. Pink Floyd was actually designed to trip to, you know, and that that song Pink Floyd Echoes or the album, like mm -hmm. one of the songs on the album Echoes or it's the song Echo, I don't know, but... It's like 13 hours long, and in the movie, the dude's like, yeah, man, just keep Pink Floyd Echoes on deck, man. Turn that off. 13 hours. He'll be fine. Just leave him there, bro. You know, they come back 13 hours later, and the dude yeah. is literally wandering around in circles and shit. Yeah, and that's exactly why I said to Kitty. I was like, I don't think they're, I don't think your cousin's just going to feed me mushrooms and let me loose on a college campus, because I'm either going to, I'm either going to end up being a daddy by the end of the night, or, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to be in jail, one of the two. And, uh, but the idea, you know, and the understanding that they're even, even able to do this now, um, legally, <clears throat> it, it just, it really, after our conversations that we had, you know, like I said, it's always the universe when it, when it, you know, when it's talking to you, it screams. And, you know, so when Kitty was telling me, you know, about this and I thought of you immediately, man, I was like, no way. Like, I got to tell Dylan this shit. He's going to love it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'd... How you doing down there, cat? Uh, I'm about to go to bed. About to go to bed. You going to watch the game tomorrow, though? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to? Uh, so we'll... 
my my dad is both a big Chiefs fan and a big 49ers fan, so <laughs> that's funny. Hey, What's the chances at, at of the that? Very, at the very least, he won't be angry because one of the teams is losing, so <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's well, it's uh, it's hard to watch football with him because he just he gets he gets upset. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think he's British. At least that British will burn down their house. So, when a football game, when a soccer match, when they lose it. So, but I, uh, I think it's just a generational thing. I, I think that's just how they express themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, I wanted to say, since you're going to be going to bed, uh, I wanted to maybe set up a post-game analysis tomorrow uh, if you guys want, you know, after the game. Um, and uh, we'll just shoot the shit again and, you know, hopefully hopefully we won't be talking about anything. <laughs> it's, uh, take, it's taking all bets. What's going to happen? Yeah. And my my money, though, is on the, the Palestinian people crashing the halftime show. I agree. I'd be I up agree. for that. I, that's something I would be that's, looking forward that's to. What, that's what. That's what all my uh, the Vegas odds are good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in Vegas today. I know that much, man. Fuck that. You probably can't go nowhere. You probably Jesus. can't do nothing. Mm. I, I actually got family down there, so sometimes I go down there just for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then... Go to Vegas for fun? Oh, never. <laughs> well, I mean, like. Not not to gamble, just to like hang out with them. You don't. You went to ga- You went to Vegas. You didn't gamble. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm pretty Brother. sure I've been to no, Vegas that, that without gambling. happens. I, I gamble at least once. Uh, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, I forgot I, you I, were I, recording, I, and I like, went off. Yeah. Off on a tangent. I'll I'll make like I said. I'll make a second note here. Nice. That's too funny. Uh, that made my day. I, and I just brought it up just on happenstance. It's pretty cool. Um, what's the chances? Yeah, I definitely want to circle back tomorrow, and hopefully it'll just be a boring, you know, 10-minute, yeah, nothing happened, and Taylor Swift has a penis, I hope. So. Oh, man. I, I, I hope San Francisco wins so that we don't have to be subjected to that. Because <laughs> oh. you just know, you just know. Like, I, he has to propose to her if they win. I said that. To. Wait, I said that to, uh, the fucking Mamba that I said that's what I wanted to say earlier. You fucking stole my Thundercat. Uh, I said to him <laughs> that I thought that if the Chiefs won, that if it was scripted, it, that if the, the it, it was scripted, if the Chiefs won and then Kelsey proposed to Swift, that it that would prove it was completely scripted. And you brought that to that. Do you have some abilities, Cat? Just serious. Hey, I, I, I weave my webs that I weave. I can tell that was pretty profound. Like the 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 whole free Palestine thing was spot on. Like that actually, I didn't even think of that. And I'm like, you know what? You're not only right, but shit, man, that would be the perfect way to. I can see a fucking Las Vegas riot in the stands and shit, man. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I think I. I think I told. Uh, I think I told Cat that uh, you know I always rely on him for hot takes. If ever. Yeah. <laughs> I always. I always like uh, just uh, seeing this kind of bouncing things off him because he always, always has something uh, that's not 
not what I was not something you know outside of whatever I was thinking about. That's what you're good. Definitely, no, I've noticed. <laughs> That's brilliant, brother. That's seriously that I agree, awesome. especially. Uh, no, I was just soaking in the praise. <laughs> well, you better you. Well, you better uh, you better uh, pay attention yeah. tomorrow. I, I, I definitely want to hear I, what you take off. All right, uh, y- y'all stay frosty. You good too, to brother. Hear have a good night. See you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Later. All right, brother. Um, I uh, I think we got what uh, we came for because he was not only spot on but I I look forward to you being like yeah we're posting this tomorrow no doubt it's happened <laughs> it went down and uh, you know so as long as Taylor Swift's dick doesn't fall out during the halftime show we'll be fine and so I'm really yeah I'm really glad he's uh, he's really um, on board with what's going on and he's he's a he's really in, he's a really interesting interesting character yeah, I enjoyed talk. We like I said, we talked for a moment. Like I said, it was like at least two hours. I know he was in there for a while, and then he's like, he didn't want to have to go. He's like, I gotta go, guys. But he uh, he definitely um, put uh, put my mind on another level there. And we had talked. Uh, this is when we were talking about the thirteenth missing month conspiracy. He was leaving, and he was you know he was like, oh, I really wanted to hear this, but I gotta go, you know. And it was because I was shattering specters. Um, you know, uh, esoteric principles, you know, systematically, you know, ping, ping, ping. And, and, and it, the best part about it was that cat got it like all, like I didn't, he didn't even need to hear the explanation. Like he got right away that, okay, astrology, these many, you know, months set up, you know, and that there's, there's gotta be a disconnect somewhere in there. If there's a missing 13th month, you know, there's gotta be a missing uh, astrological sign and we need answers, you know? 